Welcome to the Principles of Success, Season 3, Episode 1. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas. And this year, we are going to talk about money. Most, most specifically, about how to become wealthy. But we will be talking about some politics, because it does play an aspect of money. We'll be talking about economics. We'll be talking about business. We'll be talking about real estate and the stock market and money management and taxes and all that fun stuff. And all of it is to basically teach you how to be better with money so that way you can learn the principles of wealth and become more successful. And a lot of what I'll be talking about in this show is also included in my book, The Blueprint of Wealth. So go check that out. It's available on Amazon, and the link should be below. And for all my new listeners, welcome to the Principles of Success. Season 1, we talked about all the different principles of success, everything from hard work to happiness um, and taking action. And then Season 2, we talked about the health principles, basically what you need to do to be healthier, to function better, to enjoy a more vibrant, healthy life, to have more energy, all that fun stuff. So that was season two. This season, we're talking about money. And for this episode, I thought we'd talk about the formula of money, specifically my formula of money. It is I minus E times T, or in other words, your income minus your expenses minus T equals your wealth. So whatever you bring in minus what goes out multiplied over an extended period of time equals how much you have, which makes sense. So there's really only three variables that you can mess with. And the third variable, which is time, is a limited variable, and you don't really have control over that. It just passes, and you have about maybe 40 to 60 years of your life that you can spend towards becoming financially successful. Because your first 20 years, you're a moron. You don't know what you're doing. Um, and your last 20 years of if you even manage to live to be 100 are full of pain and aches, and you're just struggling to basically stay alive at that point. You're just eating and sleeping and waking up and going to the bathroom and spending time with hopefully your grandkids. So you only have between about the ages of 20 to at the most 80, but really it's probably like 60 to become financially successful. And you kind of want to get it out of the way as soon as possible so that way you can live an abundant life and not have to work till you die at a job you hate. Now, some of you might have a job that you absolutely love and your boss is amazing and you can't wait to go to work every day, but I still think you'd probably would enjoy spending time with your kids more than working. Some of you, maybe not, but... Or maybe even if it's not your kids, especially since a lot of you probably don't have kids yet, um, it might be to be able to work on your hobbies. Maybe you want to be able to paint more. I don't know. But it's important to get money out of the way and relying on the last factor of time to become successful is rather annoying. So that one's not too much of one that you can play with a lot. So that just leaves income minus expenses. So let's talk about income real quick. There's really only kind of four kinds of money. Three kinds of money, not four. 
Um, and in terms of taxes, there's, especially in America, there's three types of money. There's earned income, there's portfolio income or capital gains income, and there's revenue income or passive income. And that's it. So first, let's talk about earned income. That is your job. That is what you trade time and energy for to earn money. That's your job. That's your business, unless you have automated your business. That is what you spend your day doing productively to earn money. So, for instance, this podcast, the money I generate from this is earned income. I spend hours and hours producing episodes for you guys, so that way you can learn and get benefit out of it, and then I get paid a little bit in exchange for that effort. In a true business business, you are either creating something to sell or you're managing people to go do some work. Like, let's use HVAC as an example. Um, You're going to someone's house and fixing their AC, and in exchange, they give you money for making their AC work. So that's all earned income. Portfolio or capital gains income is income that you basically buy something and then sell it for something for more. So this is why most people consider a house an investment. You buy your house, and then if you're really lucky, it goes up in value enough to um, counteract the inflation, and then you sell your house, and you made some money. This is also how the stock market mostly works. You buy a stock at, let's say, $50, and then it goes up to $60, and you sell it at $60, well, then you made $10 in profit of capital gains. So that's portfolio income, and that's what a lot of real estate and stock market involve. And then passive income slash revenue, or cash flow, is the last type of money, and that's the money that you're essentially, you're buying money to make money, and then you take that money to buy more money. That was a terrible way of explaining it, because capital gains works that way too. Let me think of a better way to explain it. Rental income. Rental income is cash flow. So you buy a house, you rent it out, and then people pay you to live there. That's cash flow. You start a business. You have money coming in, money going out, and you have people working for you. Once you take a step back and let someone else run the business, like managers, then it becomes more cash flowy. Now it's still technically earned income, but it's more cash flowy. Royalties from like your book is cash flow. So I wrote a book, The Principles of Success is my podcast. Um, both of those, I put in a bunch of work and if somebody goes and listens to my episode from two years ago, I haven't put in any work for that, but I might get a couple cents out of them listening to it. So that's all cash flow. So there's three types of money. That's all income. And I actually mean to go that in depth on it, but those are the three types of income. And if you can list a fourth type, maybe mention it down below. Um, But those are the three types of income. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Earned income, especially job income, it's kind of hard to get a raise. And even if it is a raise, how big of a raise is it? For instance, um... 2021 had at least 6% inflation, and we'll talk about inflation in a different episode. So if you're making uh, 17 an hour, then to just keep up with inflation, you needed a dollar raise. What's the likelihood of you getting a dollar raise? It's pretty slim. So it's really hard to get your earned income from a job especially to go up. So that one's kind of fixed. Then there's your business income. That one's unpredictable. You might be doing really good and then the entire economy collapses and then all of your clients cancel on you. Uh, Like for instance, I don't know, maybe a worldwide pandemic and panic sets in and all the restaurants close their doors for a little while. So all the restaurants that you were doing marketing for don't really need marketing services. Something like that might happen to somebody. So earned income is really hard to increase. This is why people recommend school, because it's one of the few ways to somewhat guarantee an increase. But even today, that's not really the case. So that's so just education in general might help you increase, and learning more valuable, earnable skills helps increase it. So like a welder makes more than somebody who works at McDonald's. Capital gains only works when you sell stuff and when you have stuff to sell. It's a one-time deal and you have to buy it again and wait for it to go up again. So so like for house flipping, this works okay because you buy a rundown house, you force appreciation, which we'll talk about in a later episode, and then you sell it for a profit. But you still have to sell it to be able to gain the benefits from it. And then passive income slash cash flow is just really hard to do in large quantities. You're not going to be able to retire off of passive income anytime soon. It takes a long time to increase that. So basically, the picture I'm painting is that it's really, 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 really hard to make your income go up. So you don't want to wait for time. It's really hard to get your income up, especially when you don't have capital to invest in um, cash flow assets and portfolio assets, which we'll talk about in another episode. So when you don't have that kind of money, it's really hard to go up. It's really hard to get an education if you don't have the money to pay for it. So that leaves one variable, expenses, which is the one no one likes talking about. It's not sexy to talk about expenses. It's not sexy to talk about how cheap you are living. But for 99% of people, that's where you have to start. And that is the first step to success financially. First step is cutting expenses and saving. And actually that's step one and step two. The second step is of course learning. You gotta always learn. Uh, Third step is to start investing. You take the money that you saved from your income, income minus expenses equals savings. You take that money and then you invest it into more income. And it will take time for that to add up 
over a long period of time, blah, 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 blah. It'll take time for it to add up, but that's how you become successful. You have more money coming in than going out, and then you take that difference and invest it into making more income. So that way you have a bigger difference between your income and your expenses. This is why they like to call it income streams, which we'll talk more in depth about here in a different episode. But think of it like water. Money is always like water. Water is a great analogy for money. If you have a little drip of income, just a little drop, and you have a nice little bucket, it will fill up the bucket eventually. But if your bucket has a bunch of holes in it, that all the water runs out, you're not going to fill up the bucket. And if your bucket's just a little teacup, then you're not going to have a whole lot of room to store a bunch of money. And if you add more and more drips of water until it's a steady stream of income, then you're going to fill up your bucket faster. And the end goal is to get enough streams of income coming in, whether they're small streams or big streams, to equal a nice little river of wealth which goes right into your reservoir, aka your bank account, and your net worth, and fills it all up nice and pretty. So, income minus expenses times multiplied over time equals your wealth. You can't really control time. It's really hard to control income, so that just leaves expenses. And for the next several episodes, we're going to talk about saving and cutting expenses. Actually, we are not. We will come back to that subject here in a few weeks. Um, but just remember that you have to be able to save. The more money you have saved, the more money you have to use as capital to invest, which can then buy more money. So the first step to becoming wealthy is living like you're broke. I make plenty of money but I live off of about 600 bucks a month, which allows me to have plenty of money to invest into other things, like I talked about, especially in the last couple of episodes of last year. Mm. So just to reiterate one more time, the formula of wealth is really simple. Income minus expenses. You only can really control one variable. Multiplied over time compounds into how much money you have at the end of your life, or even just at the end of the year, at the end of the month. It doesn't matter. So make sure you're not living above your means and make sure that you're working towards your goals financially and actually working towards them. You can say you're working towards them and be working really, really hard, but if your wallet is empty at the end of the month, or even worse, negative, you're working backwards, not forwards. With that, I will end today's episode, and I will see you all next week.